My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode number 81. And today, Jared and I talked about the difference between automation and manual, and if you're a business owner, how you can get a little bit of extra. Quack. And uh, yeah, we talked a little bit about Chance's album releasing, and um, it was a fun one. So if you are somebody who's trying to figure out, like, how do I better bring customer service? How do I, you know, take care of my customers better? Then I think this would be a beneficial podcast for you. So we'd love you to take a few seconds to hit subscribe. Um, and if you just go to any of our um, Instagram profiles, then you, I got can, a link in my bio. Uh, you can check out the link in our bio. So let's go. Just some old heads from out of space, like we come from a whole other time and place. Mad men. Mad, mad men. Hey, buddy. What's up, man? <laughs> They'll never get old. You sound just like I do when I do the intro to the good. Well, it's weird just to hit start and then. That's why I really just really, really at some point, if you're listening and you're this person, call me. But I really just want somebody to produce this podcast while we're doing it. Yeah. So that we can just sit down and do us and someone can take care of all the logistics. I mean, yep. I'm really happy. So if you're good at editing or if you enjoy um, like putting together the clips or naming stuff like whatever, we would love it if you could jump in and help us. Just don't fact check us too hard during the no during the episode. A couple of requirements for me is you have to be able to be roasted. Mm-hmm. And if it's an added bonus, if you can dish it back. Ooh. Yep. If you can fire back at me and roast me, I'm about it. I'm filling you with that because I, I'm terrible at roasting you back. No. What are you talking about? You roast me all the time. No. Yeah, you definitely after, after being a, I have to be in a specific mood. To do it. Yeah, I think that's true. But you definitely do that. Mainly, you can be, mainly because I want to build up your character, not tear it down. Yeah, well, I tear your character down so it can be built back. Oh. Yep. Long-term strategy. Okay. But yeah, if you're that person, that would be great. We, we could use that. Because we don't have to worry about having these awkward intros. They can just hit record and we can just talk. But I, I bet people listen to this podcast for the awkward intros. And Maybe. that's it. They probably Maybe. just listen to the intro and then stop listening. Well, then we'll keep doing awkward intros. We just need to do the intro at the very end. So people have to listen to the whole episode. To, Did they hear the intro? Which is also this this feature. I don't know if you've heard about this called skip, where you can just skip to the to the end. Oh, that's of a, the episode. So I guess that wouldn't help out at all. Well, you can just skip straight to the end. Oh yeah, really? I think so. On what platform? I think on basically all of them. Oh, you talking about just like putting your finger on the thing and dragging it? Yeah, that's how a lot of people do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People can just people can skip whatever whatever they want to do. Episode eighty one of Modern Mad Men. We're turning the corner. We're almost three-fourths the way. We're over three-fourths the way to 100. Oh, yeah. On this final percent. So, it'll be fun. We're going to 20%. You good today? 100. Sorry, I keep talking. I'm mm-hmm. over you. Yeah, you're, you're about to, you're about to wear me down real quick because when I do have something to say, your loud voice is just Sorry. blocking it out. I apologize. So, now I forgot what I was going to say. Hey, man. How you doing today? I'm good. Good. It's good. good to see you today. Second podcast today. And I'm still still feeling fairly fresh. Yeah. Dang, that alliteration, though. Feeling fairly fresh. Feeling fairly fresh. Funky. Almost. That was a haiku. That's five. That's a... What? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's going to be a good day. Here's what we're going to talk about today. We're just going to get into it. We're going to talk about... Um, I didn't give you a whole lot of preface on this, but I trust that you are knowledgeable enough in this and that you're not going to let us down. And I trust that I'm knowledgeable enough in this that I won't let us down either. We're going to talk about automation versus manual. 
especially now that we're coming into a digital age. We're basically going to spend this whole podcast talking about future. Like, yeah. I'm just kidding. But now that we're in a time where I think that automation is starting to be talked about a whole lot more than it ever was, even though we've been really kind of using this for a long time. But I think that it's also getting kind of a negative rap in some senses uh, because people are using automation instead of um, providing good customer service. But we think that automation can be a great tool. Mm-hmm. But something should be manual. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to kind of just rapid fire go through some of these different topics and I'd okay. like to hear some of your input. Okay. I'll just kind of riff off of them. Okay. We've been doing lists on these. So top fives or whatever. But I, I, this is something that I was just thinking a lot about because I've just talked to a lot of people about. I think some people spend too much time doing certain things they don't need to. And then some people try to automate processes I don't think they should. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. So the first one we're going to talk about is let's just go with Messenger first, right? So a lot of people have chat boxes on their website. A lot of people have um, Facebook Messenger now has auto replies, things like that. What would you say is the place when it comes to chat boxes and Facebook Messenger, Instagram, DMs, WhatsApp, whatever it is? What do you think the place for automation is in that? And what, what do you think should be more human and manual? So I think if you have like specific services that people ask about pretty often, it's super easy to build out a bot to where um, people will message you and then your bot will like send a message back with like the different options that people can click on. So say you're like a restaurant, you can have like maybe three or four different options like get location, get phone number, see menu. So just putting those on there real quick so people can click on those yep. and it'll take them to whatever they clicked on. Yep. Um, that way people don't have to go back and forth just to see your menu or just to like find out where you're located. I think yep. it's super, I think user wise, people are, people <sighs> enjoy that a lot, uh, a lot better, like being able to just get to the answer quicker. And I think as a marketer or a business owner, it's going to save you a ton of time too, because yep. you aren't going to waste time giving people information that you should be able to give them without having to go back and forth person to person. Yep. So, so I think stuff like that, if you have like specific services or products um, or information that people ask about a lot, I think you need to find a way to um, automate that to give people the answers without you having to like go back and forth with them. If it's something more of like a, review type thing like they're giving you feedback on something a bot's probably not going to go over too well because they're going to like take the time to think about um and type out their feedback and they probably want a more personal response to that yeah instead of like oh thank you for messaging this page yeah. we will get back to you when we can or something like that so i think um if you can um set it up to where like when they first message you, it gives the option of um, for the the restaurant thing again, like menu, directions, location. But if they if it's like beyond that with like a feedback type thing, then doesn't send them a response. Um, I think that's how Messenger bots sh- should be used. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, I I completely agree. I think especially like after hours, mm-hmm. like getting those replies. Like if you're not going to reply for eight more hours. I think somebody knowing that. Yeah. Okay. We're, we will get back to you at 8 a.m. Yeah. And I think too many times people create 
these bots and just make them generic where if they would spend the time to say, okay, we want to turn this on at this time. And sometimes you have to manually turn them on and off. if You don't have a certain paid service, but I think that it's real important to be like, Hey, we'll get back to you at 8am. Mm-hmm. Somebody will get a hold of you or yeah. Like you said, if someone's like, Hey, what are the hours of this business? Which is kind of funny to me. Sometimes when people ask that on a website bot or a website chat box, cause it's like, Hey, scroll down. But that's Just like, scroll down. That seems like you shouldn't even like include that in your automation, but that's a lot of times, like with Facebook Messenger, that's a, For sure. that's a lot of the questions people ask is, yep. where are you located? Yep. What's your phone number? Yeah. Where they could just probably go to the Facebook page and find that, but still, can't take that for granted. Like, people are going to ask those questions probably more often than anything else. Yeah, and these bots are getting good enough that they can actually, depending on the software you use, um, if you know you're going to be closed on July 4th, and you have that already scheduled in Google My Business and a couple other places, then the bot can, when someone asks, like, are you going to be open on the 4th, the bot can actually pull that for yeah. you. Yeah. It's really impressive. I think anything that you can, like, infer, like, what people are going to ask, Yep. you should automate that. Yeah. But you shouldn't automate, like, some, a person's feedback or their, like, message about their experience at your business. Yeah. Like, there's nothing, there's probably nothing more frustrating than typing out um, a message about, your experience with the business and you get a bot response for sure. And I think even on bot responses, I think that there's some value of coming back around to those as a person and just checking in to make sure the person has been taken care of. Yeah. Especially if they ask more than one question Yeah, to be like, Hey Billy, thanks for the message. Um, I know that you, I think we had some fun with naming our bot Duke bot, but like, Hey, thanks for the message. Hopefully Duke bot took care of you. Um, but do you have any other questions for us? Mm-hmm. And I think that personal, that can be manual, I think. Yeah. But I think people also, while they do want a personal touch, they want a personal touch immediately. Yeah. And if you don't have the resources to constantly do that, I think automation can change the game for you. Oh, yeah. Because I don't care. If I'm asking about like certain, like a specific question that can be answered, I just want the answer. But if I'm asking something more detailed, then it's nice to get it passed off to a human and yeah. you know, talk to somebody. Yeah. Because people don't really want to call as much. Yeah. I don't have to. I would like to see how how much time people waste on answering questions about their location. Oh, oh my gosh. That's a good case study, actually. Like I, I bet it's way too much. I bet it and is. And that's like one of the easiest things to, to automate a response for. Which yeah. Your location. Yeah. I think that's, that's, an, that's an interesting question. I bet it's a lot. Yeah. And I think where you would probably, as a business owner, deem that to be a dumb question, right? Because someone could find that information by just going yeah. to Google. But if the person is asking it, they're either lazy or just doesn't don't know where to go. Maybe they're not as computer savvy. And so I think giving the answer is still very important. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we've had people call up here and say, ask if we were still open. Yeah. We answered the phone. Yeah, because if you, if you like... But it still needs to be answered. If you can't give a response, whether it's automated or manual for like the easiest question that you're going to be asked about your location, yep. then that's, that's not a good look. Yeah. I think a manual touch shouldn't be lost. However, if you are bad, if you are like a one or two person shop and you're late to reply to Facebook messages or emails or whatever, I would, I would try to figure out some automation. Yeah, for sure. I think automation definitely tops nothing. And automation and manual mixed on that, I think, is the perfect solution. Mm-hmm. Great answer, man. Yeah, thanks, man. You got one point. One for one. Second one. I guess I'm going to, we'll just carry this on a little bit. Have you ever seen, um, like, on reviews, 
where there's an automated response on a review. You're seeing those? I think, yes. Well, I actually saw one, I think it was yesterday. I'm assuming it was automated. Yep. And it was on... Careful. Yeah, I don't know if I could... I should say the business. It was on a home improvement business. Okay. Not, not a local business, a okay. uh, chain business. Oh, so it's not a client? No, no, no. no okay, no, no. you can say that. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a, like, a, like a chain home improvement store. Um, but... Does it, does it run with repo? And this, this isn't... This also is not a... Um, this is a, a response from them. This is like a response from the company that sells that like create the product that they sell. Uh, um, so keyword. Yes. So, but they have like the whole like question, the community question and answer section of like the product pages and people would like, I forgot how many questions there were, but every single question had the same response. Mm. I don't know if that's just like, it Hate it. They copied and pasted Hate that it. same response if it's automated or what. Um, but yeah, I've I've seen that before. Hate it. Yeah. That's probably one of the few on this list that I am completely out on. If it says, if, if you can, there are bots that can work based on keywords, but if you were doing the same response, whether manual or automated to everything, see ya. Yeah. See ya. That's terrible because that doesn't feel personal. Probably maybe a notch up from not responding to anything, but not great. I don't know though, because there's there's like some there's like some questions, and this is like this is for like a a uh, like a mesh straining bag. Okay, and people would be asking, like, I'm already with you now. Can I use this to for this for for whatever purpose? And every single response was, you can use this for juice, cold brew, okay, milk. Or whatever they okay. basically just listed the description, the product description as a response. Yeah. But that's for like every single question. Well, there's like how to do with how what uses it's for, like dimensions of the product, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. What <clears throat> and it's I don't made know. Out of. And I don't know too if you know on stuff like that if they make money in that or if that's been something they figured out is just like kind of a nuisance. But they do want to respond. They mm-hmm. set something up generic. Yeah. Or they just have like Kyle sitting in the back office copy and pasting everything. Yeah, I don't know either. But either way, I would be careful with that. Yeah. Um. What, okay. So, what do you think about when it comes to like social media scheduling? So, how far out should you schedule? Should you schedule? Should everything just be in the moment? Like, what's the balance? So, I, I think there is a balance, and I think and also just to give you like a, an out. Obviously, we know and acknowledge that every business is a little different. Yeah. Yeah. But. Dang, that used to be my answer for everything. I know, and I'm, that's why I'm taking You're it taking me. away from me. I know, so you got to answer. So it. I think, um, I think like, just speaking from a life lens first, like auto, like automating stuff makes life a lot more convenient. But if you um, aren't willing to like take that one moment that happens in the moment and like break from your automation from your schedule then you're going to miss a pretty big moment. Yeah. Um, so I think that's true with uh, scheduling posts too. Like it's good to like schedule posts out in advance because then it can free, free up to do other stuff. You know that you're going to have posts going out for the next week, two weeks, month, two months, however long you schedule it out for. But then there's also moments that you need to take advantage of that happen like in the moment. Yeah. So I think it's a little mix of both and you have to be like once you schedule your post that doesn't mean you're like done looking at your page yeah 
Like you can't be like, all right, I got these these posts scheduled. See ya. See ya. I'm good for the next two months. See ya. You still got to monitor it. Yeah. You're still going to get messages. You still have to like react to events that are like happening around you and yeah. like trying to put together content around those. Um, so there, it's it's a it's a balance between both automation. Like will help you will help you out like. Being consistent. Being consistent and making sure that you are actually having post. But again, you can't just like set those and make, all right, I'm good. Yeah. You still got to check in and then be willing to uh, create some uh, some post in the moment. Yeah. In reaction to events that are going on. I think especially for people who are a CEO or running their own business and don't have the time, I definitely think there's a benefit in scheduling a couple of weeks out stuff that you know like hey you already know that fourth of july is going to happen maybe you're doing a sale maybe you're not maybe you just want to do a happy merry fourth of july or whatever um then merry fourth of july that's what we say yeah that's what we say here yeah um and so i think doing that stuff's great but i definitely think that you got to be you got to be able to react to um what's happening as long as you don't think about it as long as you wake up and it's like halfway through the day and you realize that it's national taco day yeah and you sell tacos and you need to put some stuff together or you book a band for the weekend or like whatever it is something happens in the office is fun or someone pops by or um, you get an idea but i definitely i think that there's de- i agree there's definitely a balance yeah scheduling definitely brings consistency um but i think ren just walked in by the way sorry i'm just gonna interrupt this ren is our production director i think he just walked in with a best buy bag and I told him right before this podcast, I was like, hey, look up a computer and just figure out if you want to get it. And I think he just went and bought it. He just has a new computer in there? I think he does. And if he does, I'm going to be so impressed. He just bought a computer in an hour and a half. That is, he probably, see, yeah. Hold on. I know I'm ruining this, but he's looking at it. Are we going to get a live unboxing? Maybe. I don't know what he's doing in there. Sorry. Us narrating the unboxing video? You know what? I was trying to automate my process here on getting a computer, and Ren just manually did it. He just did it? He just manually and did look, it. And look, he did it in an hour. I think so. It's a Best Buy box or a Best Buy uh, sack, and it definitely looks like he just went and bought a brand new computer for himself. Yeah, dude, you get the you're working somewhere and you get the approval to buy a computer. Hold on, here we go. This He's unboxing. This is a big moment right here. This is intense. If you're listening, you're probably anxious. Oh, he just pulled something out and walked away. Oh, it's a receipt. Oh, oh he's got a receipt. Oh gosh, he's I think already he's going to accounting. Back. I think he's going to accounting uh, to. Uh, he's gonna okay. turn it in. Okay. It, I bet you he bought like a six thousand dollar computer. <laughs> dude. I'm gonna be. He just bought like a gaming computer for himself. He looks excited. Right now he looks real excited. Okay, he's reaching he's reaching into the sack right now. You can't see, can you? I can't. This, this is a big moment. This is killing me. He's reaching. He got a computer. He got a computer? He bought a computer. What kind of computer is it? I don't know. It's a it's definitely a Mac though. My guy, look at him. Trying not to just he's got one of those walks we're trying to yeah, smile. He's 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 got that extra little he's trying got to like he doesn't care. He's got that strut going. The, yeah. He just went and bought it. What did a it. guy. He did it. We talked about this literally less than an hour ago. Yeah. And he's sitting here with a new computer. So I'm yeah. sorry. That was a big moment, and that happened live. That happened live. I thought when you react to it. That was live breaking news. That would have probably qualified for breaking news nowadays. On ESPN's notifications, for sure. Or for, I forgot what news app I, I use. That Apple News. I don't use Apple News. Do you it's, not get, I don't, I don't have my phone, but that Apple News one's bad too. But every single notification is breaking news. Yeah. Not everything is breaking news. No, no, no. Like, don't, you can't, yeah. Yeah. Shutting the bar too low for There should be ranking for that. Yeah. They should stop automating that process. Um, Look at him smile. Look at him. He did it. (laughs) He got a computer. He did it. It's a big moment. 
what a guy um okay uh i lost all all momentum there because that was a big moment no it was a very big moment um and that's that's how you manually get things done yeah that's another thing um and i had another one there was oh um okay this is a very generic word and i i kind of wanted to define this for people um but like workflows mm-hmm. people understanding best practices for like what workflows are um and just so you know workflows can be utilized in a lot of ways but they are triggered by actions mm-hmm. so if someone fills out a form on your website the workflow allows that trigger to then um, send something else. So either send an email or create a notification for your sales team or um, give you a text message so that you need to call somebody or send them an email every three months, whatever. Um, what What is, uh, I mean, that's all, obviously all automation. Mm-hmm. But for people who are getting like website leads, um, what do you think the balance of automation and manual is? So I think... I think automation saves a lot of time. This is especially if you're getting like a lot of leads. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're getting a lot of leads and you're trying to manually do everything, yeah, it's going to be a dang task. Yep, you're me spending your whole days like manually. Yep, like organizing these, responding to uh, people who filled out forms with workflows. So somebody fills out a form or clicks on a certain call to action or anything on your website can automatically organize them into a, a specific list, send them a specific email, and then set up follow-up dates. Yep. Send yourself notifications based on their actions. So I think workflows, like, I, f- I feel like workflows are just, can you do, is there any manual part of workflows? Well, I think, so yeah, I think so. From a cell standpoint. So, Let's just uh, use an example. Someone comes to our website, downloads an ebook, and they automatically get put in a workflow to get sent three emails over three months. Um, also, have a notification that comes to me that can let me know and remind me every you know three days to follow up with that. So person. then you're just like reaching out to the yeah, person. Yeah. Is the manual part. The manual part would be obviously the automation got me to the point of having uh-huh. to do something. Yeah, but I definitely think uh, like purging those lists and checking through and saying like, when's yeah. the last time that you know Devin got reached out to? Did someone talk yeah. to him? You know, again, sometimes you have to log the notes, um, but I think that that's an important piece. Yeah, I think, like, automation on your website is, man, it, it can go a long way, especially with you being able to organize your contacts yep. without, like, having to manually go in there and, like, edit every single contact. Yep. Them automatically going to a list is is kind of huge. Yep. Because that, that can take a lot of time. Again, like, if you're getting a ton of people on your, like a ton of traffic on your website and a ton of people clicking on specific things on your website, it can take a lot of time to manually go through there and organize them into specific lists and um, feed them con- con- like specific content yeah. according to what they, they clicked on. But automation is kind of huge in that. It's a huge time saver. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, I just think it's a big benefit for almost anybody. No. You know, being able to quickly follow up or utilize that data to figure out like as as how quick I mean, especially if you have a big sale. Like if you're selling something that's long term, or it takes people more than just twenty four hours to buy, then I definitely think. I mean, people have been using automation whether they realize it or not by doing the retargeting ads. Mm-hmm. Someone comes to your website, oh, yeah. they don't buy the product, then they get followed up with ads. And obviously, that used to ring true. That used to be one of our biggest sales techniques. Like, have you ever gone to Amazon and looked at this? Is this is one of my favorite like sales things that used to get people like four or five years ago. Ever gone to Amazon and looked up 
um, a lamp. And then you went back to Facebook and that lamp followed you and you, you know, you could buy it. But what happens when that person buys the lamp? Do you want that ad to follow them and then them still see the lamp? No, you want the process to know that they bought the lamp and you want the next thing to be a nightstand they can put the lamp on. Yeah. That's yep. what it is. Yep. That was my sales thing for a long time. Yep. But it's true. Like, the more you can build your systems out. And I think that for a lot of people in this digital age, I think my prediction is in the next year or two, people are going to really start investing in some of this because they're going to realize they have to. But getting a good CRM, you can keep all your contacts in oh, one yeah. place, understand how they got there. It's great data for your marketing, but also it's great customer service. Yeah. Automation can be one of the greatest customer service tools you ever get. Yeah. Even if you have the greatest receptionist and the greatest sales team, automation can bring everything into the picture. But it can also, if you like don't handle it correctly, it can super annoy your potential customers. Like if they uh, if they fill out one thing on your website and then your automation is all right, I'm gonna follow up with them two times every week yep. about this thing. They're gonna they're like I don't know how like my inbox is so full. It's because I just I got get, one. Top right hand corner, I just got a sales one. I get so many emails so often yep. from companies that I don't even know I don't remember I went to their website. And you probably didn't, honestly, most of the time. Yeah. They're just scam artists. So Yeah, it, like if someone goes to your website and they fill out a they download an ebook, the automation should not be, are you ready to buy? Yeah. But if they schedule a consultation then the automation should be very different than downloading an ebook. Yeah. Or just like, or even sending a message in a chat box, like, hey, asking a question is not, they're not at a place where they're ready to buy. And that's so annoying. Yeah. I've honestly not, we've honestly not bought a lot of software because companies have done that. Yeah. Like automation still takes planning. Like it takes a lot of the work out of it for you, but it's still like the initial setup behind automation is still you like getting together with your team and spending quite a bit of time planning yeah, to make sure you aren't annoying your customers or, and making sure that you aren't sending them irrelevant information for them. Yeah. So it still takes a lot of planning to put it together, but once you do put it together, it will save you time. But you just got to be careful, like how you plan around it. And then what happens after somebody like does whatever action to yep. trigger automation. Yeah. I think it's just like, um, obviously it's the same thing to some degree, but it's, it's so much like home automation, which is a little easier for people to understand because you can physically hold it. Mm -hmm. But if you go buy a bunch of Hue lights, you get a nest, you get those like uh, blinds and shutters that can come up and down or like, and it's all triggered by when you come home or what time of the day it is. Like just because you bought all those things and brought them into your home doesn't mean they're going to work the way they need to. Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot of front end work to make sure that everything's connected correctly, that everything's running through the right phone or that the right person when they come home and that it works a certain way. Like it takes a lot of time to figure out exactly what you want it to do early. And then after that, it works in your benefit throughout every day. Yeah. You don't come home every day and have to reschedule when your lights are going to turn on and off or when your nest is going to have heat or cool on. You do all that work knowing, and then you have to adjust it in certain seasons. So in the summer, your schedule's going to be different than in the winter depending on daylight savings and all these different things, it's the same thing with marketing. Is if you spend a lot of front-end time to plan for the season that you're about to be in, it can work for you. But a lot of people use automation the wrong way, and they just say generic, save the time early and in the long, and then I don't think they ever benefit from yeah. it. Yeah, yep. That was a decent. That was good. That was a decent analogy. 
That was good. For some reason, you're, you're good with that. analogies, though. You're building a house analogy is still one of the best ones ever. Yeah, well, I don't even remember what that analogy was for, but it was a good one. Uh, yeah, that's when you know it's not the best analogy. No, but it was good like, in the Logan moment. Logan had a great analogy, and it didn't, didn't even make sense. But it made it, it made sense in the moment. Yeah, I think that this I think that we come up with a common theme of problems for people, and it's time and money. Mm-hmm. Almost everything we do comes down to time and money. Yeah. You can pay other people to bring that time that's going to save you, or you can do it yourself and save the money. But you got to know what you're doing and why you're doing it. And I think it's kind of chicken and the egg because a lot of people build the automation before they even know what the customer wants. And so I think starting that way and building the automation and then over time seeing what the data is telling you and then adjusting your automation and even the points of like entry for manual, like, okay, I got to do this, this, and this um, is great. Because most people don't want it. Digital marketing is not their job. Their job is to sell whatever or to run a company. And digital marketing is just a piece to the puzzle now. Before you had to pay an agency or whatever to actually, you know, place it on TV or get get your billboard built. But now people are starting to think they can do the digital by themselves, and I think now they're starting to realize like, nah, it's a lot of time. Yeah, it's a lot of time, and you're gonna have to invest in software. I mean, I guess it depends on the kind of company you are. But yeah, is there any other manual or automation things I'm missing? That's most of them. I know those are like real high level. The website, the messaging was the first one. Uh, the message. Oh, uh, yeah, messaging, scheduling, post, and yeah. and workflows. Yeah, but yeah, I think there. I think with all those, there's a balance. Yeah, like people like to be super scared. So let's say we're going to Six Flags. We got the we got the schedule. We want to hit up. Okay. We want to hit up every single right. This is my analogy. I'm excited. I'm probably gonna butcher it because I already forgot what I was gonna say. So I'm just gonna keep talking until I, it comes back to my mind. Say we're going to, to Six Flags. Okay. We got this super like detailed schedule. We, we want to ride the the Titan yep. at this time, which it's hard to make a schedule at Six Flags because you can't account for line times. Oh, I but get it. I think it's great. This is an analogy, so you kind of have to throw that out the window. We want to ride the Titan at this time. Then we want to go jump on the, the Texas Giant. Yeah, I'm not riding that one. Yeah, well, you aren't riding any of them. Yeah, good point. Sombrero. Go hit up the Batman and the Mr. Batman. Freeze because they're right by each other. Go grab some Dippin' Dots maybe. Yep. But what you don't account for is that basketball game. And if you don't break your schedule in order to go play that basketball game, you aren't going to leave being able to dribble a basketball around Six Flags the rest yep, of the time. That's right. Or if you don't stop for break your schedule and stop and play that the ring toss game, yeah, you aren't going to leave with that six foot teddy bear. Exactly. The prize. So sometimes you gotta you gotta break the schedule, break the automation. Yeah. And and do your own thing and react to yep wherever you're feeling led. Yep, that was a great analogy, huh? It is because sometimes you build your schedule and you have all the rides and the things you want to do laid out, but you don't realize that a new ride's there, mm-hmm. or they've sh- they've sh- actually shut a ride down, and so your schedule doesn't work anymore because there's something new or something's gone, and so you were planning for what you thought was going to be there, when in reality you get there and the plans have to change. Yep, you got to be able to change. You gotta be able to change. Great analogy. Yep. Automation is the planning of the theme park. Mm-hmm. The manual side, I think, comes in a lot of times because you gotta keep checking. Are we on schedule? How are things working? But the manual side is when things aren't working perfectly. Then hey, we gotta we gotta adjust this. Yeah. That's what it is. Man, 
I'm an analogy master. You are an analogy master. That was just, great. Just took your crown from you. He did. That's you got to come up with another one now. No, you I don't. I can't. There's no way I could make a multiple on one episode. Have, have, you, have you seen the videos of the, uh, I think it was at Atlantic League in their automated strike zone? Yep. So it's like, uh, I think a lot of people, when they first announced they were going to do that, people were freaking out because they're like, this is not going to be baseball. And baseball yeah. is like one of those. Baseball, purest. Yeah, it's a pure sport, which it's getting better about it. Um, I think people are finally coming around to, hey, these younger guys have their own way to play. Um, yeah, like the bat but, flip. Yeah. That was a big deal for a while. Yeah. It's just kind of now normal. But I still f- feel like majority of fans are, are purists and they don't want baseball marred by new technology or anything. So yep. a lot of people were like freaking out like automation. They just meet. I think a, a lot of people just immediately pictured like they're not being a umpire behind the catcher or they're being like a robot. So yeah, yeah. Some type of like contraption. That's what I thought. Or something. I thought there wouldn't be anything back. But it, it's, it was they like installed this automated strike zone and it still looked and felt like a just a normal baseball game yeah like they're still an umpire he was just like i think he just had like an earpiece in or something and was getting relayed balls or strikes like i guess like instantly in real time in real time and he's still able to like make the calls and then like if there was a call like a safer out call that wasn't automated yeah so they're still like although there was some automation in it they were still like the ele- like the element of the human umpire. Yeah. yeah. So I, th- I think, yeah, I, I, which I think I, I go back and forth with, with that instance of automation because I'm still kind of a baseball purist. Yeah, and yeah. I also like, I don't love it. Also see like when a, um, a called ball that should have been a strike when it hurts my team, like we need to go automated strike zone. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know where I was going with that. but No, no, no. I think that's a good one because I think a lot of people are afraid of it because it doesn't feel personal, but I think it really can feel more personal. And I'm trying to do that with my own life. Like I'm trying to automate. Like I've eaten the same lunch every day this week, a peanut butter sandwich. Mm-hmm. And I just went and bought bread, so I don't have to think about lunch. This is your second week in a row wearing the same exact outfit, outfit every single day. Yep. No, not second week in a row. It's probably like the 30th. Bro, you stink. No, I wash them every weekend. You I got four or five, five if I flex that week, pair of clothes I wear for the good. most part. I've, I've worn these pants every single day this week and I've not washed them. But I don't have to think about it. Yeah. It's like another thing, like, I don't have to think about it. I don't have to think about what I'm having for lunch. Like I, I've tried to automate a lot of those things, but every once in a while something comes up and I, my plans have to change. And you have to adjust. Like, mm-hmm. we gotta, I had to go to lunch with someone on Tuesday, so it did mess up my perfect week. Thanks, Braden. You know, screwed that up. You know, cost me money. Not mad, but I had to manually go to lunch and manually eat. And it, it seems like it just wore you down. Yeah, it frustrated me. Just thinking and changing takes takes a lot of effort. Yeah, I think I really do think that's most people's problem, though. Yeah, is that unless you're the? I think that what I've noticed with like business owners, entrepreneurs, or the decision makers for this. If they're an impulsive type of person, like there's somebody that hears an idea, loves the idea, and they're going to like now, right now, they're going to invest in trying to figure out the best way to do it, then those are the people that have gotten started already at this point. But the people who are a little more like methodical, like think through more of it, they're the people that have been a little slower to this game because by the time they get to a point where they're ready to think about it, something else has happened in their business and they've kind of moved on to that. So they keep pushing this idea like, well, let's just keep doing the same things we've been doing because it's easier. 
I just keep doing like, ah, it doesn't matter. Like our business is still fine, but I think you can automate. And I think people are also terrified of automation because they think it's going to cost people jobs. And it is. Yeah. To some degree. But I think it also can make the people that have their jobs better at their jobs. And I think it can make them more diligent because like for us, like if we have something that a, a bot or any kind of automation can do and free our people up to actually make phone calls, check in on people, know what their birthdays are, know how they operate, what they love. That's the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. And automation can help with that too. The more I'm talking about that, the more I'm about to fire three people and look at this podcast because <laughs> we're going to automate it's, their jobs. Is this my last podcast ever? No, you're fine. Okay. You're fine. Um, Katie will, might be in trouble. Caitlin, she gone. <laughs> Morgan has been gone for a while. She just didn't know it yet. She hadn't gotten a paycheck in three months. <laughs> You know, so I think, uh, I don't know, man. I, I think that summary wise, I think that we're probably on the same page. Yeah. I don't think it's an if or or, but I think that more people should use more automation and use it to the benefit of their customers before them. Yeah. I think that's the hard thing for you. Yeah. Not I, just I, saving yourself time, but actually I, making it better for the customer. I think, uh, I think you already said this, but I think a lot of people like hear the word automation and they just immediately think that they're, um, customers aren't going to appreciate it because it's not going to be person personal. But I think a lot of customers want automation because they want the answer quickly yep. and they, they want to be able to find it themselves. Yep. As opposed to having to wait for somebody to respond to a Facebook message. Yep. If they can find the answer themselves pretty easily. They they want to do that. Yep. They don't want to have to wait for you to get online, see the message, respond to the message. If they can find it themselves, they want that ability. Yeah. I mean, automation, automation saves literally the number one commodity on earth, and it's time. Yeah. I mean, that's a HelloFresh, the weekly young. Like, that's what they did. Most of the time, people think that they sell food, and they do, but the reality is they save time. That's why people do it. And so that's why that's why fast food's so big now. That's why Uber Eats and all these other ones are just massive, because they, you don't have to do it now. It's taking care of for you. So, and I think that if you're a business owner... My recommendation to you is that saving time, though, can be very important and profitable. Focus on the time of your customer or client before you focus on your own time because they pay you for your time um, and you should make their time more valuable. And if they feel that value, then they'll interject the value back to you. That's my wisdom. Well, gosh, dang. Yeah. Yep. That was a good one. Those words. I just said a bunch of words. Words. You got anything else you want to close this out on? I'm trying to do these a little quicker. We're, I don't think so. We're 38 minutes though. That's pretty short. That's pretty short. Yeah, shorter compared to our previous ones. Episode 81, man. 81. We did two today, and you're still here, and you're still talking. Barely. I'm running out. I got to leave to go pick my daughter up, and that's my favorite sentence to ever say. Yeah, that's a good sentence. I love saying it. Maybe we'll say that in like a couple months. Maybe like a month. Today is July 25th, and our due date is August 25th. So today is the the one-month mark. Hey, congratulations to you, but maybe even more congratulations to Emily. Yeah. Has had a, being a woman and pregnant is something that you and I will never get to experience. And that might be a blessing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. People always say that. Like, I've heard some people say, like, you know, that feeling of being pregnant, having a baby is probably so beautiful. You know, in the giving birth part, I can't imagine what that's like afterwards. It's got to be the most beautiful thing ever. But also, the hardest job of all time. Yeah. One of the time. one of the biggest things Emily's dealt with this pregnancy is restless legs, along with, like, a lot of other stuff, obviously. And then I had, I had restless legs last night, and it was just killing me. Dude. 
What's she, that? Okay, what's that feel like? And she's had it's, I don't I don't even know how Katie to. Katie Katie's had it our whole marriage. I don't even know how to, to describe it. Really, it just feels like mine last night was like there was a discomfort like in my hip, and I felt like I just had to continually move my legs in order to relieve it. That's a nightmare. Um. Yeah, she's she's had that like in the summer. I, yeah, I feel like she's had that like almost every single day. And I had it last night. And did you gripe the whole time? I was just, I was, I'll just, I just like kept like moving my legs and like adjusting positions and stuff. And Emily was finally like, "You got restless legs?" I was like, "Yeah, I think so." And she was like, "Now you know what I've gone yep. through the, like the last eight Welcome. months." Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Even that, and that's like a that's a pretty. Uh, low key symptom for pregnancy. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming. I, Sleep. I, honestly, I don't know. Yeah, she Sleep. hasn't. Yeah, That's she hasn't. Tough. She hasn't. I don't think she slept like a full night in like four months. And that's a process you can't automate. Yeah, that's just a manual nine months, man. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for y'all. I think that's going to be the coolest thing ever. And uh, I'm excited to get to raise some kids together. Yeah. Our, almost a lot of a lot of our friend groups having kids right now. Have some new guests on the podcast. Yeah. Dude, I, I know you don't believe me, but I'm about to be doing a podcast from the waiting room. And then every time you come out to like give updates or whatever, I'm going to try to call you over. Like, hey, can, can I just get two minutes? You just two minutes of your time? You got a word of wisdom? Yeah, can you? Come here. Just give us give us a quick update. The people are waiting. Dude, I'm going to do that. Okay. I'm going to be just sitting there. Everyone's going to be talking. And I'm going to have my headset on. Emily's going to come out the next morning when we get like released to go home. And I'm going to be on the mic with you. And she's like, where have you been for the last 12 hours? Yeah. You know that we, you know that Walker's here. It's like, oh, I missed it. We've been doing the best podcast ever. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to wait until y'all are leaving the hospital and I'm going to rush up to y'all when we're walking out the doors and try to do get a quick interview with Emily. Hey, can I just a few minutes of your time? Uh, and just do like one of those TMZ style interviews. How are you feeling right now? I would recommend not doing that. Hey, how's the sleep been? Yeah. How's I, everything going? I want to recommend doing that. But if she swings on me, great content. Yeah. That manual swing. Yeah. That might be automated at that point, though. That's just mental. Just yeah. <laughs> Reference back to you being asleep on the last podcast. Yep. And that'll be me. But yeah. Congratulations, man. On a lot of things. But Oh, man. Sorry I said the date. I forgot we were releasing this next week. That's fine. I said the date. I we kind of... We, we've already referenced that we did two in one day. I'll cut it out. No. I'm sorry I ruined your podcast. Oh, man. Our podcast. Stop doing that. You're trying to drive a wedge between these two podcasts and it's bothering me. I'm not trying to drive a wedge. There are podcasts. I have just been taking on more of the hosting responsibilities in this one, and you're the host of the other one. That's it. That is it. That is completely it. Mm-hmm. Let's wrap this thing up, man. Do you have anything else? Nope. All right, me neither. I'm going to go in here and talk to Ren about this new computer. We're out. Oh, and if you're listening to this, sorry, I'm going to keep going for a second. If you listen to this, um, and you have a little bit extra... Quiet. And uh, you want to spend that extra, then you should, um, first thing you do is you go to my Instagram and you you should check out the rest of our podcasts. But if it's, when this comes out um, and you do have a little bit of extra, then you should uh, check out Chance's new album. We haven't heard it yet. We haven't heard it yet, but it's going to be amazing. And it's out now, right now. What's that other button? I don't know what it is. I was trying to lead it in. Yo, I was I was pretty good on the board just now. You were killing that. Yeah. So if you're sitting here and you do have a little bit of extra, then you definitely should buy the album. 
or just streaming on your favorite platform that you already spent the Quack. on. So it won't matter. So yeah, thanks Chance for probably putting a new good great album out. We're about to find out here in a few hours. So happy Chance Week. Happy yeah, it's Chance Week still. Chance Month. Yeah. All right, y'all. Quack. If you're owning a business and you're out there chasing that, Quack. then uh, yeah, and you want to know more about how we actually get all that. Quack. Then uh, just swing over to either Modern Madman, Logan, or Jared's Instagram and check out the bio. I got a link in my bio. And uh, subscribe to the podcast. I've been scribbling words on a cocktail napkin Scratching a lucky strike ad madmen My rapping is sorta old-fashioned Window shopping, hip-hopping mannequin Roger to his Don Draper, we make songs Elevator music, rock to the PM Don Copping a new John, mocking your crew song I'm dope in a pocket, plus hot with a suit on We madmen